This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Okay, I want to get into this story. Earlier this week, you might remember, we had we talked about all the recent discussion that's gone on around no rent list. They're, they're Facebook groups, largely, and basically it's a blacklist where people who are landlords or, or, or claim to be landlords put the names of bad renters or people they claim are bad renters onto these lists and say don't rent to them. But that's kind of the issue. You don't you don't know if these people are landlords. You don't know if the names that they're putting up are bad renters or, you know, maybe it's somebody with an axe to grind for some other completely unrelated reason. That's part of the problem here. And, you know, there's some legal issues involved. And it's all come to light through the hard work of Lauren Boothby, who is a reporter with the Edmonton Journal and the Edmonton Sun, who's been doing a lot of reporting on this. And uh, as I say, we talked about it earlier this week and she reached out and said, great that you're talking about it, but it's my story. I, uh, how about a little credit? And she's absolutely right. Um, it, it's great work, and she deserves to be recognized for it. And I'm glad she's joining us now to tell us more about it. Lauren, thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, I appreciate you calling me on. I appreciate it, Shay. Yeah, I mean, first of all, as an old media guy, I'm always interested because it's called enterprising media, right? Where you're not just chasing mm-hmm. a press release. You're actually coming up with stuff and sort of and great stories like this that have legs and can, can bring about change. So how did this story come onto your radar and end up in the paper? You know, um, social media is an interesting place to find stories for journalists only mainly because it's a place where people gather and people are gathering there virtually. So it's somewhere we can find stories, right? So, yeah, I actually just, you know, was looking around on Facebook for different groups in my area. And I saw that one. I thought, oh, I wonder what's in there. And I joined it and I was kind of surprised uh, about what I found and I started to look into it. So it was just kind of by chance. And I've, I've heard that these kind of Facebook groups, like maybe not specifically blacklist with blacklists um, are around, but in a lot of different places, there's groups I suppose where landlords are posting their tenants and I just thought I would take a look at it. So yeah. that's how it happened. Yeah. You know, and some of the issues seem obvious, Lauren, like I said, you don't know, um, if these people are landlords, you don't know if these people are bad renters, you don't know if situations have changed. And I guess that's sort of what the problem is. I mean, a lot of people on the text line immediately, and last time we talked about it, it happened, and this time it's happening again. Hey, there's nothing wrong with this list. This is great. This is a wonderful tool. But there needs to be some sort of controls on it, right? That This is just the Wild West, really. Yeah, like, I think something that we as journalists know is there's a lot of bad information out yeah. there, uh, especially on social media, right? So that was initially what I thought of is I saw all these people just saying, this person's a bad renter, put them on a list, but how do you know that that claim is right? Exactly. Right? So, so like when, you know, when we verify stories, we, um, we, we have to gather a lot of information. We have to check it to make sure it's accurate. And I just, I didn't really see much of that going on. Sometimes, you know, people will say, here's photos of the damage, but then you also wonder, well, how do you know that that person is a person that caused the damage? How do you know that that person, um, those photos are from that place where they live even? Um, and also, how do we know that that person isn't just, you know, an angry ex or something trying to like yeah, get back exactly. at their ex, you know? You simply don't know. Yeah. 
And I'm sure, I am sure that a lot of those are probably legitimate, like, you know, or at the very least, there's some legitimate kind of grievance. But the thing is that we don't know which ones, and there's just a huge opportunity for it not being uh, verified, right? Yeah. So I think that that's the main issue with that is, uh, and also people who are named don't know that they're there, and so they don't have the opportunity to say their side, right? Exactly, yeah. They don't even know that they've been mm-hmm. placed on this list. Um, the guest that we had on earlier this week from the Landlords Association said, you know what, there are ways of doing this that are, you know, more controlled and there's more structure around it, and it can't just be people with an axe to grind. So, I mean, there's there's the official level of this, and I think when you talk about the reporting that you did, that's kind of what you want, right? You want to point out the proper way of doing things and the, you know, the ways that are less damaging to people. Yeah, so there's already things that landlords can do to check tenants, like to make sure that they're not getting it, because, you know, obviously a lot of landlords have reached out to me, have commented on stories, emailed me saying, I have had some of these really damaging tenants, and I, you know, I believe them that this is happening, right? Because, but the thing is that there's, it's not verified, right? So what they can do, though, is they can do credit checks, they can do, um, I believe you could look on judgments, even court judgments, um, yeah. for people to see. Uh, and also, there are some tools that are maybe becoming more common that are, uh, you know, a third-party kind of verification thing, where it's a, it's called a landlord credit bureau or front lobby, where landlords can. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Um, with their tenants' uh, consent, can report their rent payments. So that kind of comes up with a more um, verified system where people can check whether or not someone's paying rent. But um, there also have been some issues I've I've uh, read from other stories about um, there being kind of like a back-end area where landlords can still like bash tenants possibly um, with the Landlord Credit Bureau. But I think they're, they maybe are changing things around. So I think those are still some fairly new tools, but there's potential that that could be something maybe that becomes more common later on. Right. But I think the main the main issue around it is around these like lists in general is like we want to make sure you know you got to make sure that the names are correct that there's consent that's accurate and there isn't this kind of blacklisting behind the scenes where people don't have a chance to you know say whether or not that's actually them exactly and, you know, yeah. yeah and like with with current or current like credit bureau system right like i can look at my credit yeah. i can look at the things on it and i can dispute it right so if there was something else around there, it's possible that that could be around. But, I, you know, the also, on the other hand, from 
you know, maybe some housing activists and such, they also might not like that idea because it's still preventing maybe people from um, getting a home and uh, from, you know, they had a bad experience a few years ago where they lost their job and they weren't able to pay rent, but now they can. So there's still like some caution there and some issues that maybe some uh, advocacy groups would raise. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, the best thing uh, uh, when it comes to the kind of work that you're doing is if it actually leads to change and, uh, you know, and, and it looks like this might. There are some investigations underway as a result of your reporting, right? Yeah, so there there is um, some some changes that look it's possible, right? So yeah, yeah. the so when I so when I found this list, I initially thought I wondered if there's if this kind of jives with the privacy laws, just because I've done some reporting on privacy before. And so I asked the privacy commissioner, "Do you think these are is this legal?" And he said, "Probably not, but they'd have to investigate, it, right?" And and he hadn't uh, they hadn't seen the list because I just told them about yeah. it. But um, I, I guess what I heard this week is that um, the Privacy Commissioner's Office told me someone has filed a complaint with them. So they are going to be investigating it. Um, and I also know that Public Interest Alberta requested probably uh, another investigation. So I'm not sure what the status is of that one, but it's you know it's possible sure. that these things are going to be looked into and then not sure if anything will happen, but I guess we will find out. Yeah, exactly. And in reading the stories, I mean, you try and you, I, how have you been able to reach out to the people that are quote unquote behind these lists? I mean, when I know you've spoke to a couple of people who said, yeah, I'm on the list, but I'm not really involved and I'm not involved in it. I mean, is it, have you had a hard time tracking down the people who are quote unquote running these lists? No, I've, I've found them, but they just, generally didn't really want to speak to me so that's always a thing as you know as a journalist we find something out we reach out to someone ask them if they want to comment sometimes they want to sometimes they don't um for the first list i did interview um uh he's a lawyer actually who used to be a group administrator he was until about you know I, i found him as a group administrator on the group and then about a week later i saw that he was gone so he used to be involved with it, and I did interview him, and he told me that you know there's a segment of the population that causes serious damage to yep. people's properties, and we need to be able to tell them about it. So that's what his justification was. But in terms of the others, um, the second list that I found, I um, reached out to the two administrators on there. They both were like, "Don't name me in the story. It's it's not you know I'm not really involved with it." But then. After some fact-checking, maybe that's not the case, um, as you can read in the article, mm-hmm. but um, that's what they said. Um, and then also the two people that are leading this different group called uh, Alberta Landlord Community, they um, only wanted to give me a video interview, which kind of, seemed kind of strange to me. I've never had that right. before. Um, I did offer to interview them on the phone or, you know, I sent them questions by email, but they didn't really want to do that. They'd sent me a very brief statement, but didn't really answer my questions. So it's, you know, I would have really liked to speak to some of the people to hear why, right? So that's why I did talk to some other landlords about what they think about why they kind of want something like this, even though they, it might not be legal. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's great work, great reporting. And Lauren, I I thank you very much for coming on and talking to us uh, about what you're working on and, and where it might go. It's great stuff.